Hey, yeah, quarantine. This is the 22nd episode. That's crazy. I both feel like we've been in quarantine for 60 days and two, depending on the hour and the current mood of my children. Um, Today's Good Friday. Um, A lot of today's lesson, I hope, will just be done on your own and What I mean by that is that I'm going to give you some things to think over, look at, and then I'd like you to go do it. Um, One of the cool things that you can find online is something called a harmony. Um, Now, I don't mean musically. You can find those online too, but look up gospel harmonies. And these are typically um, Bibles that put together Matthew, Mark, and Luke, sometimes John as well. And they kind of fit the whole of the scene together. So parts that Luke might have left out are filled in with Mark and Matthew likewise. And it might be an interesting day to look at, an interesting way today to look at the story of the crucifixion unfold. As I was looking at it this morning, um, I want to mention something that just stood out to me. And what stood out to me this morning was the normalcy of the day for the vast majority of the people involved. The majority of the people involved did not know the significance of what they did. Think about it. Pilate condemned man to die probably every week. We know once a year they released a prisoner based on what the crowd would want. That's why Barabbas was released. So it would have been like every other year. A man carrying his cross to be crucified. Well, we know at least three people were crucified the day of Jesus, including him. The Roman soldiers who executed crucifixion um, This was probably their job. They did this a lot. The crowds were in for the feast of Passover, just like they were every year. And the reason that stood out to me is that God uses what seems like mundane actions that we take that'll have both lifelong consequences and, in this case, eternal consequences. I love um, Bible prophecy, seeing all the prophecies that Jesus fulfilled. To me, it just reinforces the fact that this is a divine book that we read. And many of the things, the prophecies, are mundane actions that people probably didn't think twice about. Hear this from Zechariah 11.12. It says, I told them, if you think it best, give me my pay, but if not, keep it. So they paid me 30 pieces of silver. This is a prophecy of how someone will betray the Messiah. We see this in Matthew 26 
when one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and asks, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? And they counted out for him thirty silver coins. This was not a unique action. They probably paid to get stuff done all the time. They had the money. But it was ordained by God, and it came to pass. And both these parties probably thought nothing of the significance of the time. Isaiah 53. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Mark 15.5 says, But Jesus still made no reply when he was being questioned by Pilate. And Pilate was amazed. Jesus was probably not the first person to stand up to Pilate and not open his mouth. But again, a mundane action has a historical and eternal significance. Psalm 22, 7 and 8. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Matthew 27, 41 through 44. In the same way, the chief priests, the teachers of the law and the elders mocked him. He saved others, he said, but he can't save himself. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusts in God. Let God rescue him. Now if he wants him, for he said, I am the son of God. In the same way, the robbers who were crucified with him also heaped insults on him. I'm sure they hurled insults at the dying every day. But again, God uses the mundane actions. And we know it's mundane because Jesus himself even said it on the cross. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. I'm not going to go through all the prophecies that are fulfilled in um, this crucifixion scene, but you can find them, I'm sure, online or maybe in books that you or your parents own. But God uses mundane circumstances to shape history, eternity, and he uses mundane circumstances in your life to shape you. We all want some spiritual high, some spiritual aha moment, some spiritual epiphany, some awakening, and sometimes we get those, not discounting those. But the majority of our Christian lives will not be shaped by a spiritual blast, right? The majority of our Christian lives will be shaped in the mundane, in the way that we use our time daily, in the habits of Bible study and prayer, scripture, meditation, and memorization, and going to church, and taking of the sacraments, These mundane incidents, or what we view as mundane, have great impact 
on our souls. So be reminded today as you look through the crucifixion story, that would be my charge to you. To realize how God uses everyday circumstances and used everyday circumstances to change the course of history. And he still does that today on account of what happened in 33 AD. Love you guys. Miss you. Have a great Easter weekend. Peace.